Welcome to Staying On Point with Joey, where we speak on topics that affect our spiritual growth while using biblical verses and resources to help us stay on point. Let's go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Happy Wednesday to all of you. I pray that all is well. Um, Man, I'll tell you, uh, it's been a crazy couple of days. It's been a crazy couple of weeks and um, not just in in my life, but in the lives of all those who are listening and and just all over the world. And it is crazy um, and very impacting, uh, scary, um, nerve wracking, depending on who you are. Uh, Some people, you know, consider it a wake up call. Other people just don't care. Depending on what what position you take, um, it's going to affect you if if um, if it's going to, you know, change your life, if it's going to keep it the same. So and the reason why I say that is because uh, these these past couple of weeks and all that stuff has been a little bit hectic. Um, Yesterday, uh, big, big news here in the United States, uh, President Biden decided to take the uh, the troops and a couple other things uh, and other people out of you know, Afghanistan. And as soon as they left, um, man, the Taliban took over. I don't know if they were just waiting for that. Um, I, I don't know if, if, if this was all planned. I, I, I don't know. Um, you're always going to have two extremes to everything that you do in life and, and two extremes, um, or the most three when other people do it. Um, and the reason why I say that is because when president Biden did that, uh, there's a lot of people who actually got to the point where they supported it because it's about time. Uh, comments such as, uh, you know, this war has lasted so long and, and for no reason. You know, whether it was something in politics or whether it was something, um, you know, behind somebody's agenda, uh, Demo- Democrats or Republic, whatever the case may be. Either way you look at it, uh, some some people... Uh, are to the point where to that extreme where they're excited to have their family back. Um, other people are angry because they should have done that a long time ago. And then you have the other people who are just totally upset with the whole decision because now, if you look at Afghanistan, it is bananas. Um, you know, and and so this this turns the table for a lot of people because it's not just liking. Um, or agreeing with 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 President Biden, um, it's just getting to the point where they're thinking, you know what, uh, whatever, you know, um, uh, these people don't understand. They didn't take advantage of it, and you know, and you hear, I, I've heard, I've heard, like even the the Afghan army, you know, and the leaders and the political leaders just just bounced, just literally left and left everybody, you know, and it's like, you know, and you had some people commenting that. The, the, the people in the army over there weren't willing to risk their lives uh, to, to face the Taliban by themselves. Uh, and that this is this is the chaos that we have. And, and the reason why I say that is because, and the reason why I stated that in the beginning, uh, depending on which, which position you take and you're in, it can either affect you, it could scare you, or you don't, just don't, don't give a dang. Um, you know, either way you look at it, it changes the structure, changes the whole direction and the whole flow of where the world is going and the where, where the world. Because somehow, in some way, this is going to affect us in another in another spot, in another uh, area in our lives, whether it's, it's as, a, as a country, 
as a people, uh, as a human race. Somehow, in some way, I, I believe that it's going to affect us. It, it, I don't know if it's going to be with the finances, um, you know, it's stimulus packages, you know, uh, you know, sending out $250 for each for each child. You know, it's great if you have three. If you have one and you're still broke, you know, is it really good enough? So you're always going to have the good and the bad and the in-betweens with every decision that you make or that other people make. And so as you as you see this and as you experience this, it doesn't matter which position you are in and which position you take on every decision that you make or the decisions that other people make, words are going to be set. It doesn't matter to who. It could be your it could be your coworker, it could be your boss, it could be your employees, it could be your wife, your husband, your children, whatever the case may be. It could be your brother and sister in Christ, it could be a total stranger in the barbershop, it could be anybody. Words will always have an effect on people. And that's what we were talking about um, the last episode. We we're talking about the effects and the power of the tongue. And so the words are, are really impactful and the words come from somewhere. And so I'm going to be real honest with you. Um, as a Christian, uh, I've had a, a struggle with these, these the news lately. For a simple, I can't even say a simple. For a certain moment, I was filled with anger, to be honest with you. If I can be completely honest with you. Um, you know, I know I know it's not uh, a great thing to say if you're a Christian, um, let, let, let alone, you know, a pastor and... and, and you know, you're saying you get angry, but I, on this podcast, I love to be transparent as well because there's a lot of people who are in my shoes, and 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 they need somebody to to kind of just tell them, you know, listen, I, I I'm with you. I know exactly what you're going through. So yeah, I, I was angry. I was, I, and, and like I said, this is me coming from a Christian. I'm not saying it for you, because not everybody who listens to the podcast is Christian. Not everybody who who wants to listen to this wants to know about God. Sometimes people just want to know what other people are talking about. You know, and and I'm gonna be truthful. Um, I was angry because I seen some of the videos, and uh, you know, on YouTube, it's not that I look for it, uh, but you know, you have those thumbnails, and those thumbnails come right up, and you start seeing and reading. And one of the things caught my attention was this video, uh, the Taliban in this park, and um, man, I I'll tell you, I, I got I got angry. I got angry because it's like, you know, they're running around. They've killed so many people, so many innocent people. They're persecuting the Christians. From what I hear, they're already starting to crucify the Christians. And they're just chilling. They're hanging out like it ain't no thing. And I asked myself, and I told God this in a prayer to God, why don't you just wipe them out? Or anybody who does that to innocent people, why don't you just wipe them out? Wipe just... Literally destroy them the way that you did back in the day. Anybody who disrespected you, disrespected your people, did anything dangerous to your children, you know, just wipe them off. Because they, they just keep laughing at you. They keep ridiculing you. It's like it's like they keep pushing your, your, your buttons and, and... And I start telling them exactly what I feel and... Honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I, I really can't tell you that it was an, 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 a supernatural experience. It wasn't like it was in a vision or a dream or I went to the, to the third heavens and the skies and was walking around and Jesus was right there with me. But I just, it just kind of dawned to me. And I believe that this answer came from God himself and the spirit. 
was that, you know, I'm going to put my name in it. You know, Joey, if you feel that way, you really have to take a lot more time to understand me as a God of grace. There's always a purpose and a plan of why I do the things that I do. And it stings. Ladies and gentlemen, it stings when you're open and honest with God and God comes right back somehow in some way and tells you, hey, you know, this is this is what it is. You know, this is the reason why. Why do I say that? Because there's a lot of people who hide behind a, a, a facet of, or, or uh, some type of, you know, emotion or whatever the case may be, however you want to put it. They hide behind it. And then there's people like myself that when it comes down to it, we are who we are. And and one of the things that, that I understand is that I still got some work to do. You know, because I see them for what they are now. It doesn't even matter if they're the Taliban. It could be it could be enemies of the church, enemies of the state. It doesn't really matter. It, it could be somebody who, who went into a, a, a convenience store and took the lives of innocent people. It doesn't really matter. Just the things that are unjust bother me. And the reason why they, they, they bother me is because the people who did the damage get away with it, quote unquote. I remind you, I'm speaking this as a testimony. I'm speaking this is not what I feel like right now. I'm speaking this as a testimony. And as I feel this way, words start kind of spewing out. And I don't realize it. It's not like I'm going and talking to everybody and anybody who wants to hear me. There's moments where I talk to myself, but words are spewing out because of what I feel. And so tonight, I shared on uh, my Facebook page uh, uh, a couple of verses that were in my heart uh, this this afternoon, and I want to share them with you. And it's in Psalms, Psalm 141, verses 1 to 4, okay? Psalm 141. Verses 1 to 4. And it says like this. This is uh, David. David wrote this. King David. Uh, Lord, I cry to you. Make haste to me. Give ear to my voice when I cry out to you. Let my prayer be set before you as incense. The lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not incline my heart to any evil thing to practice wicked works with men who work iniquity. And do not let me eat of their delicacies. Whoop. David was on point with this, these verses. And for those of you who don't know Psalms, uh, the book of Psalm. And Psalm is basically songs of worship leaders, um, including David. Whether he was before he was king or after he was king or during he was king. And so the way that he broke this down, he didn't... I, I loved... I don't know. I'm just passionate about it because I know full well that we need to come with reverence, which is respect and fear and awe when it comes to God. It's not telling him, what's up, dog? Or what up, homie? Or what what what's going on? You know? Hey, pops. You know, as much as people want to uh, say it to encourage others to say, hey, listen, you can be open and honest. It's it's cool, but at the end of the day, we need to come to God with reverence, with fear and all. He's not like us. 
He's not a regular person. He's the creator of heaven and earth. And David understood this. And David, the first thing that he said, he, he just got right to the point. He didn't even say, God, listen, I'm gonna, I'm here to pray for these nations and the kings that need you and the people that are suffering and you know my enemies. No, 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 no. He got right to the point. Somehow, in some way, I'm going to assume that when he wrote this song and, and he penned these, these words and these lyrics and these verses, he got right to the point. He said, hey, listen, Lord, I cry out to you, make haste to me, exclamation point. He's saying, don't waste no time to come to me. Don't, I don't want to, I don't want to wait. I don't want to be like, okay, Lord, I'm going to talk to you now. And whenever you decide, no, 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 Lord, I cry out to you. I'm not even talking to you. I'm crying out to you. I'm not crying with, uh, you know, with tears in my eyes. I'm crying out to you. I'm shouting out to you for a reason. And this reason is because I need you. So don't take your time. Don't tiptoe yourself to come to my, to my assistance. Because in this very moment, there's a reason why I'm asking you this. And although I know for well that God is an all-knowing God and he knows for well what we're going to say before we even say it, David didn't even seem to be phased by that. He says, listen, I, I don't know if you know, but but I'm going to believe that you know, but I don't know. I'm talking to you right now. I didn't know that I was going to pen this. So I'm telling you this right now. Give ear to my voice when I cry out to you. And it's not saying that that David never knew and never experienced uh, uh God coming through for him before, for goodness sakes, he's seen it before, you know, he, he, uh, he, uh, he looked for God, you know, he sought for God's words and advice and he received it. So it's not like he never heard his voice before, but in this moment, he must've been going through some serious stuff because he said, give ear to my voice when I cry out to you. He's like saying, listen, I understand you did it before, but this time is different. You know, I'm, I'm going through something right now. And like I said, I'm not praying for everybody else in this moment. I'm praying for myself. How many of us need that in our lives? How many of us actually could take our time to say, you know what? I have a, I really have a good balance in my prayer life. I pray for others. I pray for my family. I pray for the church. I pray for the pastor. And I also pray for myself. How many of us really pray more for everyone else and everybody else's situations and less for ourselves? And tonight, that's one thing that I want to share with you. It is time right now with all the news that you and I are watching and every circumstance that we're going through. It is time that you take out time for yourself as well. It's not saying stop praying for other people. I'm saying it is time that you take out the same amount of time or more with the same passion with the same faith, with the same confidence, with the same trust to pray for yourself. Because you and I know for what we got some issues that we need to work on. And ain't nobody can fix it other than God. And ain't nobody else can do it for us other than ourselves. We can have other people pray with us and pray for us. But we can't expect other people's prayers to do it for us. We need to do it ourselves because we know exactly what we need and when we're going to need it. So David is basically saying the same thing. I'm not talking about every other psalmist. I'm talking to you. And he says, let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the incense. I love that because he's saying, let my prayer, my cry out, be like incense, be set upon you. And for those of you who don't know what incense is, incense is real thin rod, Okay. And you, and you and you light it with a with a lighter, a match, or whatever the case may be, and it doesn't burn like with flames. It's not like a candle. It it literally like just 
evolves itself and as it starts sucking up that heat it turns into that this 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 ash but the ash has a smell to it you see what i'm saying and it lasts because it fills up the whole room the smoke is the fragrance he's basically saying let my prayer be as incense to you that it can go and fill up the whole the whole sanctuary wherever you at in your throne room let it fill your place let it fill your room lord because I know for well that if it fills your room, you're going to take notice. And I love the way, I love the way that he says, the lifting up of my hands as he, he's saying, I'm not waiting till tomorrow to lift up my hands. And I'm not talking about the time that I lifted my hands last week or last year or last month. No, no, no. I'm telling you, I'm doing it as I speak now. The lifting up of my hands. He's not saying, oh, when I lifted my hands. It's not with an ED. It's not past tense. Or when I'm going to lift in future tense. No, no, no. He said lifting. I-N-G. Which means that it's present tense. How many of us need to do that? How many of us actually need really to say this? That Lord, listen, I know for a while I'm not perfect, but the, the way that I'm lifting my hands and the way that I'm opening my mouth to you and talking to you, that it could get your attention. Because I need your attention. I know other people may need it because they're going through some serious stuff as well. And I'll get to them. But as right now at this moment, I need you. And we need, we need to take our time for that. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody else, look, sometimes nobody else is going to do it for you. Matter of fact, let me rephrase that. Nobody's going to do this for you. They're going to help you. You know what I'm saying? They can assist you. But the people who need to do the steps to get to where you want to get to is yourself. It's myself. And here we go. And he goes and says something so deep that I pray that it becomes a, a prayer to your life. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Woo! He's saying, listen, Lord, I know full well that my mouth is going to say some things about what I see. If you notice, Lord, what I told you before, I just said this, these words. I told you already. Okay. Lord, hear my cry. Give ear to my voice. This is my prayer. And then he goes and says, listen, set a guard, Lord, Lord, over my mouth. Because keep watch over the door of my lips. Because you know full well what my lips and what my words will do and are capable of doing. Now, I ask myself this, and I want to ask you tonight, ladies and gentlemen, what words have you said that you have not taken notice of that have affected your life to this moment? Or what words have other people said that have affected your way of living and the way of thinking right now? He's saying, listen, Lord, set a guard over my mouth. He's saying, listen, I need somebody to watch me. And it don't need to be somebody physical only. I'm talking to you. God who is spirit. God who knows all and is all and through all. I'm talking to you. I need you to do me a favor and help me set a guard. In other words, before I say it, remind me. Shut my mouth. Because I know for well that what I'm speaking of is based upon what I'm seeing. Not who I am, but what I'm seeing. Ladies and gentlemen, when I'm talking about that, it's not just circumstances that you and I are going through. It's things that we say and things that we repeat from other people. You ain't going to make it. 
you too hard-headed. You stupid. I don't care if it was a fun thing, uh, a funny thing. Like, oh, you so stupid. Oh, you so dumb. Oh, you so retarded. Oh, you so this. Oh, you so that. Once a player, always a player. Once a dog, always a dog. You know what I'm saying? Once a hooch, always a hooch. You know, you you gotta you gotta remember. There have been words that have been set in the atmosphere in your life that stuck to you. The way that 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 juice and coffee and anything sticky when it falls on the floor and you don't pick it up, it becomes a sticky residue. It sticks to you. And when things like that stick to you, it's really hard and almost nearly impossible for us to ever accept and understand what God's words are. So David is basically saying, listen, Lord, I know what I'm capable of. So I'm asking you, not for next week, not for tomorrow, not in an hour. I'm asking you as right now. I need you to set a guard over my mouth and keep watch over the door of my lips. In other words, Father, don't let me open them up if I'm going to do some damage. And I'm not just talking about damage to other people, damage to myself, damage to the, our relationship, because I need you. We need to take our time, ladies and gentlemen, to pray for ourselves. Because we got some issues. We got some issues that we haven't dealt with. And they're the only reasons why we either believe in God, whether we don't believe in God, whether we're angry at God, whether we hate people, whether we hate God. There's reasons why. God didn't, God didn't create you and I to, with all that hate. Come on, man. Ladies and gentlemen, God did not create. God is the God of love. And I know for whether people have used this saying and people have come back and say, well, if God is the God of love, then why is he allowing this to happen? God is not allowing it to happen on purpose. People are doing this. You see what I'm saying? God did not create the Taliban. Just an example. Extremists created the Taliban. They're the ones that came up with the name. And somehow, in some way, we could easily make the change, but because we decided to keep our mouth shut, everybody does what they want to do. This culture is jacked up. And that's something that we're going to leave for next week. And we're going to talk about the culture. But this culture wasn't created by God the way that it is now. It is something that was created by our own habits, by our own opinions, and by our own desires. Why? Because of what our mouths decided to say. David was saying, I don't want that to happen. Number four, do not incline my heart but to any evil thing to practice wicked works with men who work iniquity and do not let me eat of the delicacy. Man, whoo. David was basically saying, in, in addition to not letting me open my mouth and say things that I'm not supposed to, do not let me, do not let me get close to anybody who does wrong and do not let my heart Desire any evil thing. Don't let me be with people who are full of iniquity, full of sin, full of hate, full of anger, full of bitterness. And if you are going to put me around those people, it's because you know for well that those people need me to help them, guide, guide them to you. If that's going to be the reason, then Father, go ahead. But David was basically saying, don't put me with people. Don't let me go with these people and eat of their delicacies. You know what that, how deep that is? David's basically saying, do not let me eat and live and speak and, and say and, and see things the way that they see them. Because they're going to be sly, ladies and gentlemen. People are going to tell you things 
that make it sound good and look good and feel good. But it's like desserts. You know for well, if everybody eats your favorite sweet, one of my favorite is honey buns. But not just any little honey bun. Here in the States, we have something a company called the Tasty Cakes. Okay? These honey buns are so addicting to my life that I stopped it a long time ago. But it's like me eating four honey buns a day and getting mad and upset at the end of the month when I gained 40 pounds. And I'm blaming everybody else except for me. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. Your words that you and I have speaking, our words that we have been speaking lately in our lives and that come out of our mouth came from somewhere. And it doesn't matter if it came from anger, bitterness, uh, abuse, uh, frustration, betrayal, injustice, whatever the case may be, your words are coming out from somewhere. And depending on what you've said and depending on what I said, we fill our atmosphere, we fill our space that's supposed to be a space of healing, of transformation. We fill it with negativity. And when we fill it with negativity, our mouths become negative. And when our mouths become negative, so will our heart. And if our heart is negative, so will our mind. And if our minds are negative, then our souls will always be asking and needing for something new. And they will never get it. Because it is always surrounded by negativity and always surrounded by words that you have said to other people, other people have said to you, or you say to yourself. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm encouraging you tonight. I'm encouraging you that if you haven't done it before, start tonight and tell God with reverence and fear and with love and with authenticity, Lord, I've prayed to you two years ago, last week, last month, yesterday. But tonight, I, I, it's, it's something different. I learned today that David took out the time to say, listen, I, got, I ain't got no time to be playing no games. I need you more than ever. I don't need to, I don't want to wait till next week, Lord. And I know for well that you know what's best and so on. But you know for well that I was going to come to you on Wednesday, August 18th. You knew for all that I was going to come to you. And you knew for all that what I was going to say. So as I'm saying this to you, I need you to come through because this world is chaotic. And it is ticking me off. And I'm filling myself with so many things that don't need to be filled within my life. And it's all because of what's been said to me. Or what I've told myself. Or what I've seen. Of what I put my own self through. Tonight. Is your opportunity to talk to God honestly and openly, transparently. Give him the opportunity that he's been waiting for to know exactly what's in your heart. And when you and I do that, we will be able to experience the same God that David experienced when he penned these verses. Because these verses did not just come from him for no reason. It came from him because he was in a situation that was specific. But it also came to him because he had the opportunity to understand he can come openly and honestly into the presence of the Father. Tonight, 
I challenge you. I encourage you. I support you to do the same thing in the midst of all this chaos that you and I are seeing around the world and in our own. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. And until next time, let's do everything that we can to stay on point. Blessings, y'all. Tune in next week to Staying On Point with Joey. Enjoy the rest of the week and God bless you all.